the Lord has been talking to me about what God want to do in the lives of God's people. And the Lord said to me every now and then, I'm downloading the supernatural. I'm downloading the anointed into the hearts and minds of my people. And God says, as I'm downloading the anointing, there's going to be a reaction in many people's lives. When you catch into the anointing, you got to know that the anointing is not meant to give you goose peoples in church. The anointing is meant to give you advantage and the supernatural experience in every day of your life. If you believe it, say, yes, Lord. Satan would try to block the anointing. Satan would try to block the anointing. Now, Satan will try to intercept what God is doing in your life. And that's why the Lord said to me, focus on exposing the blockers to the supernatural. There are things that the enemy was set against your life to short circuit the flow of the supernatural. And if you're not aware of it, you're going to be so close yet so far. A lot of people are so close to the supernatural, but yet they are far from the manifestation of the supernatural. They know God is moving everywhere. They can see God blessing other people. They can see themselves also receiving and tapping into the flow of the glory of God. Every now and then that they come to church. But right after they leave church, they do not experience the manifestation of the supernatural in every detail of their lives. And they begin to wonder and they say, God, you already poured your anointing on me. How come I'm not having physical manifestation of the anointing in my life. And that's why I want to preach to you today on what I call leave the block of pain. Leave the place of pain. How is it that I'm not tapping into that success, into that prosperity, into that glory that God has for me? The Bible tells us in Isaiah that the eyes of the Lord, the hands of God are not shuttled. I want you to follow me real quick. This is going to impart somebody's life. The Bible says that hands of God are not shuttled. And his ears are not dumb or deaf rather. So scriptures is saying, hear me. It is not difficult for the anointing of God and the miracle of God to leave heaven. When God want to do something, he wants to do it right there. When God wants to bless you, when he want to deposit the power of God on your life, it's not hard for God. In fact, let me say this to you today. Everybody look in my eyes. God is more willing to bless than you are more willing to receive. God is always eager to bless. God is always excited to bless. More than we have the capacity to receive. Says, I'm going to bless you in full measure, praise down, shaking together and running over. So it is not difficult for the power of God. It is not hard for God's power to leave heaven, but it's hard for that power to settle.
attitude of people. A lot of people are not able to tap into that anointing. Number one, there are two categories of people. There are some people who do not even experience God at all. They ask it well. Everybody's saying they are blessed. I don't know what they're talking about. How is it that everybody's getting healed? I've never been healed. How is it that everybody's getting the move of God in their lives? I've never gone the move of God. How is it that everybody's speaking in tongues and I've been coming to church for years and I've not experienced speaking in tongues? They cannot tap into that realm. They cannot engage the anointed. They can't. And there's the second category of people. The people who get the oil, but they lose it. They get in the anointed when they come to church. They feel the power of God. They know something shifted in their lives. But 24 hours, 72 hours down the road, they lose the anointing. The glory cannot settle on them. It looks as if this category of people, they are leaking away the anointing. And the enemy does not care how much grace and glory and power and impartation and revelation and prophetic word that comes to our lives. As long as the devil knows that there's a place in us that's leaking. The enemy knows you get filled and I'm going to drain you out. Because there are certain things in your life that are still draining the anointing away. We can't contain the glory of God. And that's why before God can fill you, he has to form you. God cannot fill you to the overflow until he forms you. A lot of people say, fill me Lord, fill my cup, fill my life. Let me run over. How can you run over when you are still leaking from underneath? How can you ever reach the top of the cup of the, of the brim of the glory when there's something that's draining the anointing? So when the anointing comes on you, the devil puts a leak under that's taking away the anointing. The blockers of the anointing. So we don't have an overflow so we become like a drainage for the glory. As the anointing is coming in, it's draining out. The devil is a liar. And that's why many people are not able to stay on the frequency of the glory. They're not able to move higher. They're not able to go from glory to glory. From strength to strength. From power to power. From favor to favor. Because when the anointing comes, he drains away. Today I sense in the name of Jesus that God is taking out of your life everything that's training your anointing. I want you to say with me, say the Lord is draining out of my life. The things that are draining. My God, let me help you. Come on, say with faith. Say the Lord is draining out of my life everything that's draining the anointing. The Bible says in the book of Song of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 15 he said take away the little foxes. I want you to hear me somebody. The little foxes that destroy our vineyard because the vineyard is tender. The little foxes that destroy the vineyard because the vineyard is tender. Look in my eyes. 
somebody. The anointing on your life is tender. The anointing is precious. The anointing is delicate. For those of you that know the presence of the Holy Ghost. For those of you who are in tune with the presence of the Holy Ghost. You will know that he's a very sensitive spirit. The Holy Spirit is extremely sensitive. He's sensitive to the atmosphere. He is a sweet, gentle, delicate spirit. He will not ruffle feather with anything or anyone in our lives. The moment that we entertain or accommodate anything bigger than God, the moment we put something else in the number one place in our life, he just lives gently. He just lives. He does not. He does not fight for dominion. You have to make him the number one. You have to say, God, this is your place in my life. You have the number one place in my life. He's looking for people that's going to make him number one. God is looking for somebody that's going to say, God, let everything else in my life be secondary. Let the people, let everything else, no matter, you are at the center of it all. You are at the center of my life. You are my life. You are my strength. You are my strong tower. Be the light of my life. So the devil knows that he does not fight believers with big things. He fights many believers with little foxes. Look at my eyes, everybody. The Bible talks about the little foxes. Say, take away the little foxes that seek to destroy the vineyard. There are little foxes the devil will try to put in your life. And the mission of the little foxes is to take away your glory. To take away your anointing. You don't pay attention. But God is speaking to you about things in your life that the enemy will leech on to be able to tap your anointing and to drain your glory. And God is pouring the anointing on you. God is pouring the miracle working power, the healing power, the prosperity power. But the devil says, I'm going to stay here draining it away. There are certain things that we have formed as habits that have become more like a lifestyle. That's become more like a way of living. First nature. And we think that's the way we are. And the enemy is strategic. In his attacks. And that's why the Bible says. No weapon formed against you. Fashioned against you. King James Version says fashioned against you. What does it mean to fashion? It means to orchestrate. To tailor make. To craft something. To design something. And that's why witchcraft is called craft. Because it is tailor made. Is a custom made attack. God bless you, woman of God. It's custom made to attack believers. Listen to me, somebody. The enemy knows your destiny. He knows what God is about to do in your life. He knows your journey. He knows where you are going. He knows the, the plan of God for your life. So when Satan is going to orchestrate something as a bait in your life, he's going to look for something that will be strategic to connect you to your downfall but the devil is a liar we gotta be careful God's people of things we allow okay so we also have people who have 
mental stronghold. And, and though I was not here on, on Wednesday because I was alone on the mountaintop, prophetess was talking about the mind as a stronghold. And she said, whenever you have your mind as a stronghold of the devil, it can block the flow of the supernatural. Now, now I, I want to talk to you about something that I believe is one of the devil's biggest attack against us. It is pain. Let me hear someone say pain. Pain is something that many people are carrying on their lives. And the pain is draining the anointing away from them. I, I want you to listen to this. Pain is what many folks are carrying on them. And this pain is draining the power of God from them. I want you to turn your Bible with me to the book of Luke chapter 17. And I want you to understand this. Luke chapter 17 and verse 1. Everybody look in my eyes. Pain comes through offense. Offense of what people are doing against you. That is not right. Pain comes through offense. It comes by people hurting you. When people hurt you. You're offended and you feel the pain of what they're doing against you. But I want you to hear what Jesus said in the book of Luke chapter 17. Are you ready to read for me right now? Luke chapter 17 and verse 1. Because one thing you don't realize is that Satan is strategic. Look at mine, somebody. And all the devil wants to do is to drain your miracle. He's trying to drain your destiny, to drain your power, to make your prayers ineffective. And he knows I can do this by putting the little foxes, not the big things. Many of us don't care about the big things. We believe God has dealt with the big issues in my life. But the devil says, I don't need no big thing in order to unsettle your spirit and cause you to miss out on the presence and the power of God. I just need the little foxes. And the little foxes comes through pain, woman of God. And pain comes through offense. And what does Jesus say about offense? Yes. Then said he unto the disciples. Jesus said to the disciples. It is impossible. It is impossible. But that offenses will come. Listen. Jesus. My little Jesus is saying. It is impossible. For you not to be offended. But woe unto him. But woe to him. Through whom they come. Through whom the offense come. Okay. The, see Jesus Christ. Does not use the word impossible anyhow. But here Jesus is saying. Mr. Preacher. Mrs. Woman of God. Mr. Man of God. The anointed of God. The redeemed of God. It is not possible. For you not to be offended. It is not possible. I got news for you right now. Because some people be like, oh, when I come to church, there's always drama. Did you hear what I just read? It is not possible for somebody not to be about in your business. It is not possible. I didn't write it, man of God. Jesus wrote it. Jesus said, it is not possible for you not to be offended. He said, it is inevitable. The offenses will come. 
Now anyone who offends you, they have to answer to God. Okay, he says, for, for woe is it he who caused the offense. They, they're going to answer to God. However, the offense will always come. It will always come. Somebody say always. Somebody will be up about your business always. Somebody will look at you a certain way always. Somebody will gang up against you always. Every time God is calling you, something somewhere will come against the anointing on your life. It is not possible for you not to be offended. You know why offense is inevitable? Because we are called to deal with people. Let me hear somebody say people. Okay, I, I, I got to say this to you. If you were to get a house, a beautiful house, and you got a pet, a really nice, well-behaved pet, you know you could live alone with your pet for 10 days, 10 years maybe, and nothing shifts from one point to the other in your house. Everybody is happy, 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 happy. But you have somebody sleep over one night. Then all hell let loose. Then you have a cousin come stay at your house for one month. Do you, have you noticed that every time that you are friends with somebody, you are great friends, when they come live with you, you might end up being great enemies. Have you noticed sometimes in order to keep your relationship with people, keep them far. Because the closer they get in your business, the more everything gets twisted. Why? Because, hear me, we have no problem dealing with God. God is vertical. God, oh my God, God sees you. God accepts you. God celebrates you. God honors you. God put his hand on your life. But if it was only about God, we would be dead right now and on our way to heaven. But we are called to reach out horizontally with people. And as long as we are dealing with people who are not perfect and we ourselves are not perfect, offense will not but come. People are going to be offended. Somebody will misjudge you will mischaracterize you. Somebody will misquote your words. Somebody will try, hallelujah, to be in some kind of rift against you. Jesus said, offense will not come. So we're living in a world where you're going to wake up today that, and there's going to be some offense. Tomorrow, there's going to be offense. And if, if offense creates pain and pain blocks the anointing, how do you deal with offense and pain so that it does not block your anointing? Because it does not matter what somebody is doing against you. Maybe your, your spouse, you could be offended in your, in, your, in your marriage partner. Maybe a colleague at work. Maybe somebody up the church. It doesn't matter, or, or a family member. What matters is how you react to what they're doing. Because what you do to what they're doing against you can determine if your destiny will be going forward. Oh, come and help me somebody. So the enemy knows that. And you know what the devil does? Number one thing the devil does is he magnifies pain. Somebody can say something to you and it hurts you. And I know it's hurtful. 
Maybe your partner said something to you that they were not meant to say. And it hurt you. And maybe they apologized. Or maybe they did not apologize. But you know what the devil does right after that? He takes that event. That one event. He, he will elaborate it. And magnify it. And the devil makes it so big. That you will cry your eyes out. And the devil, hear me? Oh my God, the devil is a liar. He begins to connect the dots. Pum, 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 pum. That's how they did two years ago. And that's what they did five years ago. And that's what they say two years ago. And whenever he acts like that, I know he's thinking like this. And whenever she does that, I know he's also thinking about what they did 12 years ago. Oh my God, I'm not even feeling safe. Oh, I'm feeling abused. I'm feeling the heat right now. Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm feeling abused. Oh, my God. Oh, somebody help me. I need prayer warriors. And, and, and some prayer warriors need to ask you to take it easy and say, what is going on? This is, don't you think the devil is taking this little matter out of proportion? Demons magnified pain. They make little things seem big and insurmountable. And that's why some people commit suicide. They just kill themselves. They'll be like, you know what? This has never happened to anybody before. This must be the end of the world. Nobody has survived something like this. I think I'm just going to take my life. Something that they could just freeze up. God told me it is not as much of what is done against somebody. But it is the impact that demons put on it that determines who comes out and who sink in the battle. Hear me? The same thing that's killing somebody is just, some people are just blowing it off. Some people can just blow it up. It's nothing. Praise God. Because demons, they did not allow demons to breathe upon that pain. When you let demons breathe upon your pain, what they do, they stretch it. They make it big for you. And number two things demons will do, hear me, is that they create a mental stronghold on the pain. And somebody will now begin to widen their imagination. And you know something about human imagination, it's so broad. If you want to engage your thought about somebody, man of God, you can think from now till Jupiter and come back. Even what that person is not capable of doing, your mind can tell you they're actually plotting this and that against you right now. The mind is so devious that if you don't bring your mind under the control of the Holy Ghost, if you give your mind to your pain and you allow the devil to manipulate your mind, the devil will use your mind to imagine things that will block the glory of God. And that's why many people come to church. But there's too much strongholds in their mind. They can't tap into the anointing. Because every time that they look on the right and they look on the left, they look in the front, they look at the back, there are pain everywhere. Pain that the devil has elaborated. Pain that demonic spirit have bred life upon. And they feel like, I don't even feel any joy anymore. I'm not going to church anymore. Because there is too much pain. Lift your right hand. Say with me. Say Father. Father. Say it again. Say Father. Father. Everybody shout it out. Say Father. Father. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke the devil. And the pain. That's on my life. In the name of Jesus. 
Come on, somebody say, yes, Lord. Satan wants to isolate us in the pain. Because that's the whole point. And many people are isolated in what somebody did against them. Now, I want you to know something today. Look in my eyes, everybody. There is no pain too deep that Jesus cannot heal. I don't know what has happened to you. It does not matter the abuse that happened against you. It does not matter what somebody said or did to you. But there is no pain, man of God, that is so deep that God cannot restore. Nothing. Tell somebody, say nothing. nothing. People hide things in their heart. People are hiding things beneath the layers of their soul. People are crushed and they never tell anybody. And, and when you wonder, why is this person not able to receive the anointing? You don't know. You don't know the pain is too deep. They never let it out. They isolate themselves. They run to their cocoon. And if you are not discerning in the spirit, you just be praying about what they tell you. But what they tell you is only the surface of the problem. The Holy Ghost has to dig deep. There is no pain. That is too deep. That God cannot heal. There is no pain. Look at my eyes, everybody. There's no level which Satan tried to put on your life. That is so deep that the power of God cannot restore. Nothing is too far gone. Nothing is too hopeless. Nothing is too grotesque. No abuse is too abusive. There is no reproach that is too reproachable that God cannot renew and restore. Have you heard the story of Joyce Mayer? Joyce Mayer was abused sexually by her own father. And you know what? She is a living testimony today that Jesus can heal every pain. Jesus can restore your soul. Jesus can take the pain of abuse, the pain of shame, the pain of hatred, the pain of abandonment and rejection and what people have done against you in all your growing years. My God, I feel the anointing is breaking loose all over this building. The power of God is able to restore, to renew, to rejuvenate, to revive and to cause you to not even be able to look like what you've been through. Jasmaya talks freely about the abuse. She talks about it. Look at my eyes, everybody. She had her own father baptized by her in the water. She baptized her own father. The woman, the man who abused her repeatedly for more than nine years of her life, she baptized her. And Jasmaya became the biggest voice for domestic abuse because of what she's been through. Let me say something to you, child of God. No matter what the devil is doing against your life, you got to tell the devil today, I'm putting off this pain garment. Everything that, that, that represents pain in my spirit, everything that I've carried for years, everything that I'm afraid to tell everybody, everything that's blocking me from stepping into the power of God, everything that's licking the 
anointing away from my spirit and causing me not to overflow. I decide right now in the name of Jesus that I'm going to uh, walk myself away from this pain. I will move away from this pain and I'm going into my power because I can't let nothing hold me down from trusting God, from walking in the fullness of the anointing he has for my life. I can't let nobody take away my joy for the joy of the Lord is my strength. I know if the devil can take my joy, he's gonna take my strength. That's why I'm gonna walk past this situation. It's not going to label me. It's not gonna be the end of the road for me. This too shall pass. I'm a man of God. I'm a woman of God. I'm standing my ground and I say this is the point that every pain ends in my life. If you believe it, say yes Lord. There's no more carryover of pain into my new season. Come on, tell somebody, say no more carryover of pain and sacred tears into my next level. Look at my eyes, say yes Lord. It's draining the anointing. Look at my eyes, it's draining the anointing. It's draining the glory of God. It's draining our ability to trust God. It's draining our ability to let our hearts to connect with somebody else. Because of what people did to us is a trap of the devil. I, I need to elaborate this because God needs to let this sink into somebody. Oh my God, somebody's here today. You are battling with pain in your personal life. You are battling with pain in your marriage. You are battling with pain of self-esteem. You are battling with pain of rejection. Somebody say you are battling. My God, this is prophetic. Somebody's here. You are battling through the pain of ridicule, of things that happened to you growing up. But God says today, that pain dies upon this altar. Amanda Bashata. This is the season for the sons of God to be fixed. God is fixing you. God is fixing your heart. It's fixing your soul. It's fixing your mind and your spirit. This is a new season. If we would just take the anointing and not leak that anointing away because of the things we will not let go. I want you to hear me. If that anointing can only grow in you from one realm to another. If God can only take you past that negative cycle of pain. You're going to come out in one month on a different level. But what happens in church is God fills people up. They dream before they come back next week. I'm not talking to somebody right now. It's all chaotic at home. It's chaotic on the job. It's chaotic in our personal space. Why? Because we are just revisiting the pain. And you know what God said to me? Man of God, every time you speak about your pain, you relieve that pain. You relieve it. That pain becomes real today like it was on the first day. Come on somebody. Whenever you talk about your pain, you relieve that experience. And that's why the enemy knows that I can always bring you back to the plane, the place of your injury, the place of your damage by only 
releasing it in your spirit and causing you to live there and be there every day. And that's why many people, they go far with God, but the devil going to use the pain of that uh, 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 the rope to pull them back to where they came from. But let me say something to you today. In the name of Jesus, by the Spirit of God, I see angels of the Holy Ghost and they come with the scissors of heaven and they are cutting off every rope that's tied your mind to pain. Every rope that's tied your emotions to pain. Every, every, every Everything that's tied your feelings, tied your thinking into the pain of your past. God is cutting it away. God is breaking the veil. God is causing you now to step into a season of power. I begin to declare it upon your life. I legislate it upon your spirit. I cause it to happen that you are coming out free. You are coming out victorious. I declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus that God is doing a surgery upon your spirit. God is working upon your thought. Child of God, you are more than the pain. You are more than the shame. You are more than the abandonment. You are bigger than what people did to you. It doesn't matter what anybody did against you. The devil is a liar. You're going to bury it today under the power of the blood of Jesus. You are greater than the betrayal. You are greater now than everybody that walked out of your life everybody that enjoyed your life everybody that bruised your life all those things you are thinking about whenever you take a 10 step forward the devil caused you to come back again the devil is a liar I raise up a standard today I declare and decree because God is on your side nothing can be against you this is your year of victory I bear every pain. I bury every shame. I bury every abuse. I bury every power of the devil that's keeping you under. Right here. This is your year of victory. Get ready. Get ready. The anointing of God is about to go higher in your life. Get ready. Your anointing is about to increase. Get ready. You are not going to waste this anointing. Okay. You are not going to waste this season. The word of God is coming out into your spirit. You can't forgive. You can't trust. You can't believe again. God is making all things new. If you are here, believe and say yes. Make my mind new. Make my mind new. Make my spirit new. Make my heart new. Make my soul new. Heal my heart. Heal my soul. Fill me, God. From me, God. Deliver me, God. I escape the pain. My God, who am I talking to? This is the last time that I will feel like this anymore. This is the last time that I will feel this pain. This is the last time that you will feel this pain. This is the last time that you will feel the betrayal. This is the last time that you will feel the abandonment. It's never going to come back again. You're not even going to talk about it again. He's buried here. The woman of power, the man of destiny, is rising out of the ashes of your past. 
What the devil thought will kill you will make you stronger. Because I tell you something, listen to me. Number one reason is that God always makes your pain your ministry. Hey, shut up, God makes your pain your ministry. Those who have been broken, they become masters at mending orders. Am I talking to somebody right now? Those who are broken, they become masters at mending others. If you will take your life, if you will take your pain, if you will take your ridicule and put it in the hand of God, my God will turn it into a ministry and you can tell other people I can help you because I also I've been there before I can speak to your life because God brought me out of this pain I know what it feels like to be betrayed I know what it feels like to be left for dead I know what it feels like to be hungry I know what it feels like to be talked about so my testimony is real I'm not talking what is on my head I'm speaking for my spirit I am powerful because of what I've been Your ministry is in that pain. Is it possible? Is it possible for you to go through something and you don't even remember it? And you don't even talk about it. You are not feeling vindictive. Some people are like, you know what? I'm forgiven. But I'm, I'm praying that God will give me an opportunity. To get back at those that hurt me. I know my day, my day will come. So that I can show them what they showed me. No, you are not free like that. When you are free, you love the people that hurt you. Am I talking to somebody? When you are free, your perspective will change. When you are free, you begin to pity the people that thought they hate you. You say, wow, how could you have such hatred in your heart? How could you have a, because I'm free from that hatred. Am I talking to somebody? When Joseph became free from every heart and every denial that his brothers did against him. I'm talking to somebody right now. The Bible says they put him in the jail. I mean, I sold him for 30 pieces. They put him in a pit and they sold him away like he was a piece of what? Of, 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 of merchandise. But scripture says, my God. About 13 years later, when his brothers thought that Joseph was going to kill them after he became the governor of Egypt. Joseph said to them in Genesis chapter 50 and verse 20. He said, the evil you thought against me. Okay, alright. He said, what you plan to kill me? God turn it around. That it might be done what is happening today. The saving of many lives. You thought you sold me away, but God sent me ahead of you so that I can preserve you and your family from the famine that's happening now. So what you thought you did to me was God's way of bringing me out of my dead end situation. Oh my God, who am I talking to right now? So you got to tell everybody that hurt you, everybody that backstabbed you.
you. Everybody that denied you. Everybody that betrayed you. Everybody that walked under your life. What you thought was going to kill me. God was using it to raise me up. I would not have found God except for what you did against me. Is God talking to somebody right now? Listen to me. This anointing on your life must rise. It doesn't matter what the devil does. This anointing on your life must touch the world. This anointing on your life cannot die. Am I talking to somebody? I want you to tell somebody, say, my anointing is bigger than my pain. Come on, tell three people. Come on, hold somebody by both hands and prophesy to their lives and say, you're anointed. My God, my God, my God. Tell somebody, you're anointed. It's bigger than your pain. You're anointed. Your power is bigger than your ridicule. Your testimony is bigger than your test. It's bigger than that. What the devil was fighting is your anointing. But the devil is a liar. Am I here? Are you hearing me, somebody? I say the devil is a liar because this is not going to kill me. This is going to make me a conqueror. I'm a man of God. Despite what I suffered, I'm blessed. I'm anointed by God to do mighty things for the kingdom. I see some people coming out of the pain. You're working out of it. You're working out of limitation. You're working out of everything that the devil thought would kill you. You're working out of it. You gotta shake it off. Tell somebody, say, I'm shaking it off. Yeah, shaking it off. Look at this. Somebody do like that. Say, I'm shaking it off. I'm shaking it off. What happened 20 years ago? What happened 10 years ago? What happened 5 years ago? All the things that happened in my life. I'm shaking it off. I'm a man of God. I'm a woman of God. I'm anointed by God. I'm called by God. The hand of God is upon my life. I cannot die in this mess. I cannot die in this mess. This is not the end of it for me. I'm going to do the will of God. I'm going to be powerful. I'm going to prophesy. I'm going to heal the sick. I'm going to raise the dead. I'm going to do the work of God. This mess cannot kill me. Come and tell everybody. Oh my God. What happened to me before will not continue. This is the point where everything ends. I'm a new person now. Look at me, somebody. Everybody that's looking at you in the eyes of your pain and your struggle, they are looking at the wrong person. Because the person that you are now, he's a powerful person. Come on, get up on your feet, everybody. Get up on your feet, get up on your feet. Lift your hands to God. This is your year of victory. My God, I'm releasing the anointing upon every individual in this room and I'm declaring and I decree this morning by the spirit of God and those who are watching by Facebook or by television that every pain that's training your anointing I command the pain to go the power of the Holy Ghost is coming on your life someone say yes Lord 